0: Hello, and welcome back to Tversky Tuesdays. I think at this point, I don't have to say my name anymore. You know where we are. You know what book we're doing. And we are in step six, page 139. Just a little bit of a recap. Last episode, we went through step five and talking about being able to be spiritual and giving towards others on how it doesn't have to be any sort of suffering done in order to have a sense of being spiritual, and at the same time understanding that there's a difference between being spiritual and being religious. So, here we are starting chapter 6, or sorry, starting step 6. The step is, I will give serious consideration to the relative importance of things. There are things that are important, and then there are things that are really important. Uh, the way I can relate to that is things the way I have in my inbox, on my email addresses. The things that are more important, I leave them unread until I need them more. So that's how you know the level of importance, at least with, with my email. But once I open it, there's a there's good possibility I'm not going to get back to it. I once received a call from a police surgeon in a university town, not too far from Pittsburgh. An eighteen year old student had been arrested for quote unquote streaking. The surgeon felt that the young man had a psychiatric problem, and the surgeon was willing to release the young man with no charges if he could be admitted to a psychiatric hospital. I told the surgeon that I would gladly admit him. The surgeon said he could contact the father to come for he would contact the father to come for the young man. This young man's father happened to be the chairman of the board of a major corporation and was in New York at the time, presiding at the annual stockholders' meeting. He could not come for his son for two days, and the young man remained in jail until his father got there. Several years later, I heard that the young man had committed suicide. I cannot help but wonder whether the father's attitude that a stockholders' meeting took priority over getting his son out of jail and into a hospital might have contributed to the young men's disillusionments and depression. Could not agree more. I think when a child sees that they are second fiddle to anything, whether it's to their father's job, to a parent's cooking dinner, or even their phone, that sets a certain precedent in themselves regarding their importance of how they feel. Compare this to a case of an internationally renowned physician who is my host whenever I lecture in his city. On one visit, he said, I am glad to be able to see you, Abe. I was supposed to be away this week for lectures in Cairo and China, but I found out that this is the last game of the football season. Jeff is on the team, and I know he wants me in his stands when he plays. I was thrilled this physician canceled his lectures at two important international conferences because something more important had come up. His son's football game. A spiritual person prioritizes correctly. Now, each to their own. That doesn't mean that a person's job shouldn't be his priority. But there are situations where a person should not be prioritizing work advancing his career because you only get to see your kids grow up once you only get a chance to go ahead and see that recital, see that football game, see that play only a number of times, as Cats Stevens says in its favorite in one of my favorite songs, "Cats in the Cradle," it goes by so fast, and you don't know when you're going to get a chance an opportunity to see something like this again. But the way Dr Torsky' is talking by a person just being present in a situation and making the right decisions, that itself puts you in a place where you are able to be considered spiritual. To initiate step six, says Dr. Torsky, create three lists in your journal. Remember, this is the journal we were talking about earlier. Your priorities for today, your priorities for the week, and your priorities for the year. Do not try to make the perfect list. Just that, jot down what comes to your mind right now. You can always come back and define your list later. Below is an example of what I mean. All of these are important, but you may be able to get them all alone. But in case you can't, number what is most important to you. So, he has over here some bullet points. We'll go through all of them. Number one, things I should be doing today. Go to the office and process the daily work. Meet Sandra for lunch. It's her birthday. Buy Sandra a birthday gift. Attend the school board meeting. Watch the playoff game. Take the car for inspection. Walk, talk to the kids about how their day was in school. Ask the water company to recheck the meter. Call the building manager about the air conditioning in the office. Those are all very important good things on, on what we would call a to-do list. The second list is things that need to get done this week. Finish the monthly report so I can review it before the next executive committee meeting. Keep my promise to Ed to help him paint his garage. Meet with a new marketing firm. Have my vision rechecked with new glasses or four new glasses. Help Sandra's mother with her tax return. Return the overdue library books. Replace the air conditioning filters and attend the club meeting. Kiwanis club meeting. And things I would like to accomplish over the year. Again, I think these things are just to give us ideas of how we should be doing it. And like a few people have emailed since the, uh, the last recording, any questions, suggestions, or ideas that you've done for this journaling, please email me at koshercounseling at gmail.com. Just to finish up over here, number three, things I'd like to achieve this year is reduce my embeddedness. I think that's referring to have, having debt and taking care of it. Give the kids an enjoyable vacation trip. Sure. Finish the coursework for credentialing. You have to think, well, at least in the, in the therapy world, lawyers, doctors, accountants, we all have a certain amount that we need to do every year. Try to get Sandra back on talking terms with, with Steele. Help Jim with his search for a college and lose 30 pounds. This is a very beneficial exercise to help you look in, at a relative importance of things in your life. It can be even more helpful if you review your list in a week. What shifted? What are the things you listed last week as priorities? Are those things still priorities? What does this tell you about the relative importance of these events? What does this suggest about how you want to allocate your time and your energy? I think for me, even, one thing I've learned, at least when I was an intern in the addictions world, we have 30, 60, and 90-day treatment plans for everybody. But every 30 days, we're redoing 30, 60, 90. So technically, we're never even getting to the 60-day plan because we're reassessing it every 30 days. And I think that itself sort of helps shift priorities. And every now and then, we take a step back and you turn around and you see how far you've come. You can see the benefits of all the accomplishments and your hard work that you put in. I think these are very good examples, and I like the way he gave us these bullet points. Last paragraph over here in step six. This is a very beneficial exercise to help you look at the relative importance of your things in life. And just to recap, we're talking about over here a person writing things down. The, the last thing that I want to mention here is the importance of writing things down. Is It makes it more tangible, more realistic for you when you have a list in front of you. I know personally what I do is I have sticky notes. Things I need to take care of as soon as possible because I hate having them on my day. And for me, ripping it off of my desk, crunching it up and throwing it into the garbage, that's a real big sign of accomplishment that I know I could be doing things that I am doing things. So each to their own. The bullet points can work well. There are different methods that a person can do to sort of make sure that they feel like they're writing things down and making things visual and tangible for them. But I like the way he was going about doing things over here. Hopefully next time, step seven, which we're getting really close to the end over here, and uh, God willing, we'll be finishing this book really soon. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. And I look forward to future recordings and interactions. If you want to reach out to me, you can at koshercounseling at gmail.com.